Brad Schimmel, the former attorney general in our state, the former Waukesha County District Attorney and the current Waukesha County Circuit Court Judge, is going to be running for the state Supreme Court. TMJ4 anchor and chief political reporter Charles Benson is with us on the WTMJ hotline. Hey, Charles, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. This guy is quite a resume. I've known Brad for a very long time. Going back to my I-team work there at Channel 4, we worked closely with him on a lot of stories. Narrowly defeated in 2018 by Josh Call. Less than a percentage point, I think it was, as he ran for re-election to be the top attorney in our state. What do we need to know about Brad Schimmel, and what do we need to know about this effort to join the high court? So I think what's interesting is that you have a candidate announcing for the state Supreme Court race in 2025, uh, a person who will be considered a conservative on the court, yet we still don't have a candidate named for the U.S. Senate seat on the Republican side next year. And I think that speaks to uh, just how important the state Supreme Court race has become. It's become this new power struggle for who's going to sit on the court. Uh, in 2025, again, I'll repeat, 2025, we're not talking next year, we're talking about April in 2025, uh, a liberal-leaning justice, Ann Walsh-Bradley, will be up for election. By the way, these are 10-year terms. There are seven justices on the court. And as we know, with uh, Justice Protasevich, the court, the state Supreme Court, moved from a conservative court in the last 15 years to now a liberal-leaning court. So by putting Brad Schimmel in this race, by him coming in, yes, you have a known commodity, a person who has run statewide elections. And as you point out, yes, he did lose in 2018, narrowly, a very close election. But when he ran in 2014, he had a more comfortable margin there. So he is a person who will be a known commodity and will be able to go out and raise the money. Now, whether or not this race becomes another record-breaking. I mean, we saw something like $56 million. This not only shattered the state record, but the national record. But I think it brings into the prominence of why now the state Supreme Court has become this new battleground. And in 2025, you have a liberal member of the court up. In 2026, you have a conservative member of the court up, Rebecca Bradley. And then in 2027, Justice Annette Ziegler up in 27, and then Rebecca Dallet in 2028. So what you're going to see here is back-to-back, really competitive races as we move through here on what the uh, state, Supreme, state Supreme Court, what it will look like over the next few years. And Charles, does the timing of the announcement, is it significant in any way? Significant from the standpoint of saying, look, I am saying this early, that this race is this important, that I want to get out in front. Does it signal to others who might be saying, well, I'm thinking about it as well, uh, and, but don't think about jumping in if you're on the conservative side? We do know that Justice Ann Walsh-Bradley will be seeking re-election, so he'll be up against an incumbent. So I don't know if others will actually want to jump in, certainly not on the liberal side, but will we see potentially other conservatives? But it just gets his name out there. It, har- it helps him start fundraising. Look, 2024 is all about you know the state Senate seats, the state legislator seats, 
and a huge presidential race and a U.S. Senate race. So it's not going to get a lot of attention in 2024, but he'll be able to navigate those those uh, dinners, those moments where Republicans gather county by county over the next year, and he'll be able to be out there saying, look, don't forget about me in 2025. Charles, I think it signals that Republicans, big name Republicans, think it's going to be much more difficult to defeat Tammy Baldwin than it is Ann Walsh Bradley. Ann Walsh Bradley will be in her mid-80s if she wins. By the time she's done with the next 10-year term, Tammy Baldwin, younger, more viable, many would say. Are the same candidates, do you believe, in these sort of scenarios, looking at both races, potential candidates? I think you... you um are pretty good there on the point of Republicans see an opportunity more in 2025 to maybe take back the Supreme Court than they do right now on winning in 2024 against Tammy Baldwin. They're two different kinds of races, but I think there will be more optimism knowing a known commodity like Brad Schimmel in this particular race. Now, Eric Hubdy is the guy that we often think about or is mentioned most as a potential candidate for the Republicans in 2024, fairly known uh, among Republicans because he ran in 2012, uh, would be able to bring in a lot of money for that race. Two different races, but I think your point about are Republicans at this point potentially more optimistic about winning back the state Supreme Court? The answer, I think, would be yes. I have to ask you, Charles, we have big TVs in the studio here, and I've been watching this whole last half hour, Carol Meekin's last newscast with tributes from Oprah and others. Boy, Carol Meekin's, I was a young reporter when I came to Milwaukee and into that newsroom. I want you to reflect for a minute on Carol Meekin's and what she's meant to this community. Well, uh, it has meant so much, and I find it interesting that in this year that uh, Merriam-Webster has said that the word authentic is the word of the year, because that really applies to Carol Meekins. She is authentic. She is real. And, you know, so much of this business is about, uh, you know, communicating, talking to people, getting the story, getting the big story. But Carol always had this way of just being with people and telling people stories. People in our community who are doing amazing things at all different levels, who are not seeking the attention. And she was able to put a spotlight on the good that this community has and brings to those who are trying to make a difference. And she really she really could capture that. And it wasn't just like someone coming to her. She was out there. She knew who these people were. We talk about who's in your Rolodex, you know, who do you call for these big stories? Carol knew who to call, not only for the big stories, but the people in the community that were making a difference and were not looking for the recognition, as well as Carol. Carol didn't seek the recognition, but she provided so much clarity to who we are as a community, and our effort to make this a better place to live. Well said. TMJ4's Charles Benson. Thank you, Charles. You're welcome.